let's get into the word of the Lord. It's good to be in the house of God. It's good to have a nice, warm, summery day. Praise the Lord. Uh, so don't go out yet. Hear the word and be here for the rest of the services. And then you can have the whole afternoon to yourself. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for your goodness. And again, as usual, we borrow the words of the Apostle Paul. And we pray, Father, I've asked that my, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 and 5, I'm asking that my speech and my preaching will not be with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but demonstration of spirit of power, that people's faith will not rest in the wisdom of Brian Green, but in the power of God. Father, I pray according to Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4, that you also will bear witness to my ministry, both with signs and wonders and different miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to your will. And finally, I borrow Paul, the Apostle Paul's uh, prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 to 20. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give unto all of us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. Let the eyes of the understanding of our hearts be enlightened so that we would know what is the hope of your calling and what is the riches of the glory of your inheritance that you have in each and every one of us who are your saints? And help us to know the exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe. It is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Do it, Lord. Holy Spirit, be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our text also is found in first in John chapter 16. Verse 13, where Jesus starts out in verse 7 where he says, It is to your advantage, it is expedient that I go away, because if I don't go away, the Comforter, the Helper, the Holy Spirit will not come. Then in verse 13, he tells what the Comforter would do. He says, uh, but the Comforter, who is the Holy, which is the Holy, but sorry, when when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all the truth. He will guide you into all the truth. He shall not speak of himself, but those things which he hears from the Father, that will he also speak to us, and he will show us the things to come. And so he will guide us into all the truth. Well, what is the truth? Jesus said in John 17, verse 17, he says to, to the Lord in his prayer. This is Jesus' prayer before he's about to go to the cross, he says, Father, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is the truth. Your scripture is the truth. Now, why did he say sanctify them by the truth? Sanctify doesn't mean dress in a certain way. It doesn't mean, no, the testimony, I'm saying sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost and that with a mighty burn fire. No, no, no. The word sanctify, sanctus facio, facio, which means to make, and sanctus means holy. Make them holy by the truth. The word holy means to separate for God to use. So the way we are separated for God to use us is through the word of God. Can you say amen? Then he goes on to say, uh, so how do I make sure that I can walk like a godly man? Well, David, who was a man, the Bible says, David is a man after God's own heart. This is first. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14, that David as a man who is in pursuit of God's heart. And, and so David, who writes the Psalms, the first Psalm, says, Blessed is the man that doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He doesn't stand in the way of sinners. He doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, verse 2, is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does, the, does he meditate, the righteous man, the man who who God wants to use, the woman who God wants to use, they meditate in God's word day and night. And when, if they do that, they shall be like trees planted by the river of water that will bring forth the fruit in their season. Tell somebody it's my season. They, and he says, their leaves will not wither, but whatever they do will prosper. But then verse 4, he says, the ungodly, tell somebody I'm not ungodly, the ungodly are not so. The ungodly are not so. 
They're like the shaft which the wind drives away. Verse 5, therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment or nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And then verse 6, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. It is important that we walk according to the word of the Lord. We shared you, with you the fact that when it comes to God's Bluetooth, that there are six things that, and I make sure I get those six things right, there are six things that the uh, Holy Spirit, God's Bluetooth, which connects us with the things of God, the, God's Bluetooth connects us with the Spirit of God, and there's six things that the Holy Spirit will do for us. Uh, number one, that the Holy Spirit, uh, he, let me make sure I got these things here. Could you put that on the screen, please, so I can see it? Thank you very much. There's six things that the scriptures will address. Number one, the scriptures will address success. Number two, the scripture addresses sin. Now, again, stop having a negative connotation uh, of sin, meaning that, that, that God is trying to hurt you, that God is trying to to mess you up, okay? That God is waiting for you to do one thing wrong so he can drop the hammer on you. No, when it comes to sin, the scriptures are trying to make sure that you avoid, you and I avoid sin because the word sin, uh, there's two definitions of the word sin. It means to miss the mark. There is a mark that God has for you. There's a target that God has for you. Psalm 37 verse 7 Psalm 37, verse 37 says, Mark the perfect man, and behold the upright, for the end of that man is shalom. The scriptures will keep you in peace. The scriptures will keep the devil out of your home. The scriptures will make sure that you hit the target that God has for you. There is a purpose that God has for you. Uh, 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 Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, God says, I have a plan for you. I want to make sure that you, you fulfill the very thing that I've created for you, and that's why I gave you the scriptures so that you don't miss the mark. Then there's another definition of the word sin, and that is to transgress. Trans meaning across, and uh, gress means to step. In fact, that word gress is, is, the, is a word that we get our English word gratis or grade. A grade means to step. So when you transgress, you step across. You step what? You, Lord have mercy. You step out of the safety of God's covenant and you step into the danger zone. That is the, that is the zone where the enemy will, John 10 verse 10, where he will steal from you, he will kill and he will destroy. God is not a potty pooper. I've learned growing up as a teenager how God kept me from transgressing. Let's go on. The thing that also that God will do will, um, is that the scriptures will give superpower. Superpower. What do you mean? I'm not, we're not talking about uh, Marvel characters. We're not talking about uh, DC characters. We're not, we're not talking about comic strips. We're talking about super means, look it up the word, super means above or beyond. The scriptures will put you in a place where you will have access to the power from above. You will have access to, the, to, to a power ability beyond your own natural abilities. And that's why the Apostle Paul, he ends, uh, uh, Philipp, not Philippians, he ends Ephesians chapter 3, verse uh, uh, 20, and, 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 it's a, and it's a new song by Maverick City that you love, and they constantly, they, the song Jira, and they're constantly quoting, and some of you don't even know that, that's why I love that, I, that's why I love uh, that singing group, because they stay in the scriptures. And so in Jira, they always say, uh, how much more? They're quoting 
uh, not quoting, but they're referring to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, where Paul says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think. I like the living Bible. It says, or whatever you can even dream. But, but how will that happen? It only happens according to the power of the Holy Spirit that's at work inside of you. Tell somebody, I need to, I need to allow the Holy Spirit to work. Come on. Say, say, say that to yourself. I need to allow Holy Spirit to work. He's not here simply to keep you from sinning. He is here to, to make sure that you accomplish things beyond your wildest dreams, beyond your wild imagination. Let me tell you something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has come so that you can do something that is so amazing for God that Matthew chapter 5, verse 18, men and women see your God works, and they say, you know what? There's no way they could have pulled that off other than the fact that they had God with them. Amen. Now, next time I speak, I want to deal with the scriptures deals with sustenance. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. Which is, Jesus, which is what Jesus quoted when he was in the wilderness in Matthew chapter 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word he is sustained by the word of God. Job, the reason why he was, he was the most righteous man in the earth, because Job 23 verse 12, he said, Job says this, I have esteemed the words of your mouth more than my necessary food. The word of God also show, it, it shows us who God is. The word of God manifests who God is. And then finally, the word of God is the sword of the spirit. You, many of us are getting beat up by the devil. And, and, and remember, the, de the word devil, the name devil means slanderer or liar. Many of us have been so bound by the devil's lie that we don't even know what the truth is. Tell somebody who's trying to help you. Now, you've got you to understand in your mind that in the Bible, in, in, in the Greek mindset, when they talk about truth, truth is not so much the opposite of lies. And when, they, when the Bible talks about truth, it means, in the Greek mind, reality. Are you with me? Reality. So, for example, the Bible says in John chapter 8, verse 31 to 36, uh, Jesus says, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, that is, you will know reality, and that reality will make you free. What are you saying? I'm saying that some of us, we are walking by facts and not the truth. What do you mean? Fact is, I have no money and I'm broke. Can I help somebody up here? I'm looking at my bank account, and the fact is I'm broke. Reality is my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Now you got to decide what's going to come out of your mouth. Oh, I'm preaching better than you're responding, but that's all right. I'm trying to help you. Too often, the devil tries to get us to agree with the facts. The fact is, the doctor says, blah, 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 blah. That's the fact. But Jesus says, in fact, Peter says in, in 1 Peter 1, 23, no, 1, I'll get it. I think it's 1 Peter 21, 23, but it's around there. He says, by his stripes, by his wounds, you are already healed. You are already healed. And so you say, well, well but I'm sick. What should I do? Claim your healing. Claim your healing. Don't lie and say, I'm not sick. <laughs> because the fact is you are sick. But claim your healing. And the more we walk in that reality of divine healing, the truth, 
will make our, us free so we won't keep responding to the facts. That's a good word right there. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. So the Holy Spirit is the person who is God's Bluetooth truth. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. He, he, he is the one who connects us to our script. This is the script. If you can't read a holy Bible, all the word Bible means is book. It is, thank you, Holy Spirit. The word holy literally means different. That's why the Bible says in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2, Jesus, uh, not Jesus, Moses says, which is God quoting, God quoting his word through Moses, he says, be holy as I am holy. You follow me? In other words, be different as I am different. That's why the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, in the King James Version, we are a peculiar people. We are a different people. So what are you saying, Bishop? I'm saying that this is a different book. I am preaching up in, I'm going to preach to myself. This is, this is, don't let anybody tell you, you know, oh, this is like a, you know, a history book. It's like the Quran, and it's like, you know, all other religious books. No, this is a different book. The Bible says in 1 Peter 1, 23, it says, Being born again, not a corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. This is a different book. If you build your life on this script, everything will change. And that's why the devil tries to keep us from knowing this book. In fact, Hosea says it this way. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. He says, my people, that, that's God's people. Tell somebody, that's you. That's you. God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Knowledge. No, I like what uh, Brother Cam says, knowing the ledger, knowing the, the account. So when we don't know the word, when the enemy attacks us, and I'll get into this next time, we have no sword because Paul says the Bible, the scriptures are, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17, 18, the, the scriptures are the sword of the spirit. It is the only thing that we can go on the offense for, with. And too often, oh man, I am preaching, Lord have mercy. Too often, this is how, this, let me give you a picture of you and I, many times. Because we have no sword, this is what we're doing, Elderoy. We have a shield. You ever see one of those movies like Gladiators when they lose their sword and all they have is a shield? And the devil's just bam, 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 bam. And we're, and, oh my God. Goodness, we're living our lives playing defense all the time because we don't know the word where we can go on the offense. The Bible says, whose report will you believe? But you can't believe a report. Whew, I am preaching up in here. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit connects us to the kingdom of God. Jesus says to uh, Nicodemus at night, I call him Nick at night, he comes to Jesus and he, and he asks about, you know, how, do I, how does a man enter the kingdom? And Jesus says, unless a man is born of the spirit, verse 3, he says, you can't see the kingdom. You, you can't even recognize the kingdom. <laughs> Lady Kami, you can recognize church. but you can't recognize the kingdom. And a whole lot of people do in church. There's a guy on uh, YouTube, I'm not gonna name him, um, but I like him, he's, 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 he's cool, I like him. But see, this is, this is, this is doing church. He, has on, he had on a shirt called, uh, I love Jesus, but I cuss. And some of you young people know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I like, 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 no, you love Jesus, but you swear? You use curse words? M&F? 
Okay? I love Jesus. See, that's doing church. And 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 in Denver, we, we we are we are we're making up our own religion. People are making up their own religion. So now, oh man, oh man, we are no longer peculiar. The only difference between a sinner and a saint now is that we just use Jesus more than they do. And and then we wonder why we have no power. Because God said, if you're going to act like the world, I can't help you. See, we need to, oh, Jesus, have mercy. I know you're mad at me, but I'm, I'm trying to help you because God wants to move but we're too much in love with the world. James chapter 2, Jesus, James, Jesus, our brother, who's the bishop of the church in Jerusalem, he says, if you're a friend of the world, you're an enemy of God. I'm trying to help you. Because what's happening many times is that many of us are frustrated. I'm trying to help you. Tell somebody he's trying to help us. I'm trying to help Many of us are frustrated because we're like, we're like the person when, when I was a child, um, stores weren't open on Sunday. So what would happen is that I would get a toy, Zach, I'd get a toy, and this toy wouldn't work because my parents forgot to get the batteries. And so, of course, you're going through Christmas with no batteries, and you're flicking it, and now you're upset because you know the toy should work, but there's no batteries. And that's what's happened to some of us. We know that Christianity and following Jesus should work, but our batteries are not working. No power. Mm. Oh, my goodness. So God in his wisdom says, I need to connect my people on earth with what I've already determined for them in heaven. And that's why I love that song that Maverick City just put out about the church. If you, it just came out this past week and I was just playing it. And, and he was talking about build the church from the foundation. And upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And we're talking about the fact that, that, and he says this, he says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. What's happening is that heaven already has an agenda, but the only way heaven can get that agenda to us earthlings is through God's blue truth. God's blue truth is the Holy Spirit. Now, the best way I can, I can give you that example is, of course, this is a, um, a, a, a Bluetooth, spe Bluetooth speaker. And so this, this uh, if you work with me here, so let's say this is God and this is us. And so there's the technology that hopefully, you know, no strings, no nothing. Well, well, how is the sound getting from this phone to this speaker? It is through Bluetooth technology. The beauty of this is that this speaker is not making up its own tune. This speaker is only playing what is coming from this phone. And, and oh, I love this. And so, if I press pause, it stops. When I press play, 
Not like, la, 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 la. No, I'm talking about function. Keep, it's going. Here's the question. If God tells you to stop talking, will you stop talking? On the other hand, when God says, I need to speak up, would you speak up? This is the beauty of the Holy Spirit. Is that he, my goodness, he's the one that connects us earthlings to what God is doing in heaven. And that's why Jesus says, when he, the spirit of truth, how, when, and he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not make up his own words, but that which he hears from heaven, that which he'll speak to me, and he'll actually show me things to come. He showed me Carmen Elaine Salmon was going to be my wife. He showed me. He showed me that I would pass the Pentecostal tabernacle. He showed me. He showed me that, that we would get a home even when we didn't have the money. He showed me. God wants to show us some things. But he can't show us things until we decide. We don't have to know. Oh, Jesus. We don't have to know everything in the script, but he does want us to have a love for the script. Oh, Lord Jesus, I'm trying to help them. And so you have this world. I'm almost finished. But you have this world that the Holy Spirit, like Bluetooth, connects us, connects two different worlds. Two different devices. The Holy Spirit connects two different worlds. Walk with me here. We are a country called America. United States of America. Are you tracking with me? And America simply mimicked simply copy the world that it came from. This is, this is good preaching. We started out as a colony. I am preaching up in here. And so what happened is that when the first Americans came to this continent, they mimicked where they came from, and that's why we're called New England, because there was an old England. As a matter of fact, when they landed, they called the first place Plymouth. Why? Because there was a Plymouth, England. <laughs> I got news for you. Praise God, we are in a city called Cambridge, which was established around 1630. But guess what? This is new Cambridge. The old Cambridge was in England. All we did was mimic where we came from as a country. Let's look at this map. Is that map up showing up there? And, and so, I, I can't see from what my screen is. So, as you can see, there's an old Plymouth, a new Plymouth. There is a old Cambridge, there's a new Cambridge. You'll be surprised how many names we took from old England. Let me give you a name of some of the cities that Basically, you will find in England, Brighton, Chelmsford, <laughs> Wakefield, Winchester, Worcester, Lincoln, Salisbury. All these names you thought they just made up. No, they took it. They took those 
from the place that originated them. What am I saying? Oh, my goodness. Woo! I am saying that we are, oh, my goodness. Sister Jenny, I love this. We are walking planet Earth, but Paul says our citizenship is in heaven. Therefore, I am Brian Green. This is some good. To, you need to listen to this again. Therefore, I am a heavenly being sitting at the right hand of God, but I'm simply having an earthly experience. And what? And so, just like the colonists when they came to the United the, the America. And let's not get into all, all the racial stuff. Can we, can we get, have a break just so I can preach this message? Okay? Uh, the point is, is that they brought their laws, their culture, the way they thought, even their accent. They brought it from old England to new England. And yes, they made everybody, Lord have mercy, who was in America, they forced their culture on the people who were there. What am I saying? I'm saying that God wants us to walk in such a holy manner that we don't have to force Jesus Christ on people. Jesus will be, Jesus and us will, see so, will be so beautiful. That's why the Bible says, how beautiful are the feet of those who, who bring good news. People ought to be happy when you come in the building. We walk in a manner that is so attractive, so peaceful, so reckless in our love that people say, I want, I want that. And we say, well, it's not actually that, it's him. So let me close with this. Because as I was meditating on this, I was like, okay, God, what are you saying? And the Lord said, encourage my people because it... This has been a tough season. We have been in this pandemic for 14 months now, and it has wreaked havoc on, on, on people's hearts, their emotions. Uh, 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 mental health is, is just being obliterated. Uh, and and well, let, let's pray for India. Lord have mercy. Uh, uh, yesterday, yesterday, 400,000 people in India. New cases of COVID. 400,000. People are hurt and people are broken. And people need hope. And what the Lord was saying to me, he said, Brian, people need to be connected to the blue truth that is the Holy Spirit, if they're going to walk in a manner that is independent of the circumstances around them. I am caring of people getting blessed, doors opening, people getting saved. I mean, amazing things are happening in the midst of a pandemic because God wants to prove that he is Lord over every situation. In other words, he is sovereign. He reigns over everything. And he is using this pandemic to prove I can bless. Some of you, there's some people, I've been hearing testimony, people have been waiting years and decades for things to happen, and God chose right in the middle of the pandemic to get you your blessing, to prove to you that there's nothing too hard. As he said to, as he said to Sarah, in, in, in Genesis 18, verse 14, or 14, verse 18, he says, is there anything too hard for the Lord? That's a rhetorical question because the answer is nothing. And I want to encourage you to believe. I want to encourage you to believe. I want to encourage you to believe. And so the things I've discovered about Bluetooth is a few things about, I discovered about Bluetooth. Number one, because it, it's supposed to work. It will work. But I discovered there's a few things that will happen that will keep it from working. Number one, the Bluetooth speaker will not work if the power's not on. Are you hearing me? If the power's not on. 
Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus, the, the, Jesus says that you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit presence must be in your life if it's going to work. Secondly, and this was really, this is the tough, this is the tough one, and that is um, it, Bluetooth doesn't work if the device is not paired. Young people know what I'm talking about, paired, P-A-I-R-E-D, paired, connected, connected. So you can have the power on, but if you didn't pair it with this iPhone, you'll hear nothing. And what God, is, so what do you mean, Bishop? The Bible says, there it is, yeah, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30, he says, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke. In other words, pair. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy. Again, my yoke, my pairing is easy, and my burden is light, and you, verse 30, you shall find rest for your soul. The Holy Spirit wants us to pair with God. Again, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. The Bible, again, verse 25, talks about walking in the Spirit, walking connected with the Holy Spirit. I've I, I, I go walking a lot, and um, this, is not, this is another device that I have to pair with my phone. And so it says, doo -doo -doo. it's paired, it's connected, it'll say, it'll, it'll say, um, device connected. And it'll say, okay, yep, great. And so what happens many times as I'm walking and I have my headphones, all of a sudden, this is deep, all of a sudden as I'm walking, it will say, Brian's Mac disconnected. Or it'll say, Brian's iPad lost. In other words, if the device wanders too far from the iPhone, the signal is lost or there's a disconnect. And I, I'm afraid that some of you have wandered so far from the Holy Spirit that you don't even feel his presence. You don't feel his wooing. You don't feel like when you're about to tr transgress, pass over, cross over into the danger zone, you don't even sense him. That's the bad news. The good news is that God has sent this word to say, come back to me. Come back to me. Get reconnected. Let's be paired together again so that I can speak through you. Let's be paired again so that, so that my sound can come out of your life. Let, let's be paired. Let's be paired. Isn't it interesting? I just so happened to turn it there and God says, You'll never be loved like you're loved now. Do not let the devil, I, I was talking to a pastor and he said, I'm worried about when we get back together and by God's grace, we're going to be reopening in July. So just so you know, we're making plans to reopen in July for, for people to come back to the church. He said, I'm worried about all the people who now are bound by sinful habits. Because loneliness will cause you to do desperate things. And please, do not let the devil tell you that you are so far away from God that you might as well stay away. That is a lie. God is saying right now, get reconnected. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We just take a moment to pray right now. Lord, reconnect us. Reconnect us, Holy Spirit. Reconnect us, Holy Spirit.
Right, yes, Lord. Right now, where people are in their home, they, they're feeling so far away. They're feeling like even as they turn on YouTube, it's almost like, I don't feel anything. Lord, Holy Spirit, speak to people and say, as the worship team saying, the reckless love is going over the airwaves, over the internet, and you're grabbing people and saying, I love you. Let's get paired up again. Let's, let's get reconnected. He's drawing you closer. All of a sudden, even right now as I'm speaking, you're, feel, you're sensing, wow, the signal is back. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing the signal back. I'll be honest, like in prayer, I was like, God, am I going to make it? Forget the church. God, forget the church, but am I going to make it? And that's when I feel the wooing of the Holy Spirit saying, Come on, Brian. Let's, you, you, you've gone a little bit too far. Let me draw you back where you feel my presence. sometimes the reason why the speaker's not working is because it hasn't been recharged. The Apostle Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 and 18 he says be not, uh, be not drunk with wine wherein there is excess but keep sudden the speaker started going in and out. I was like, what's going on with this thing? And then I saw this white signal turn red, which let me know, oh my goodness, I thought it was charged, but it wasn't. And sometimes maybe the wire is frayed, so you think it's charging, but it's not. And you may say, well, Bishop, how do I keep charged up? How do I stay charged in this presence? I'll tell you what, this cable is called prayer. Staying in God's presence. Communicating with God. And we have all these prayer times. 6 a.m. prayer. Midnight prayer. Pre-service, Sunday service prayer. Upper room, 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock or 8.30 prayer every day. Of course, biblical justice prayer. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Stay connected so that you can be recharged to do what God has called you to do. Let's just, let's just worship the Lord right now. That we are Just lift your hands and let's just work. 
worship you. Let's bless him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, the presence of the Lord is here. Do you feel his presence? It's him saying, I want to reconnect. I'm trying to pair with you. I'm trying to pair with you. So you can sing the songs that you used to sing. So that the joy of the Lord can flow through you. Father, I bless your people right now that in this this week, even this day, that the power will be turned on. I pray that this day that they will be paired up with you. That if we were to look at all the devices that are paired with you, when we go to the Bluetooth menu, the Bluetooth setting, Lord, I want my name there. I want Brian's name to be there. Yes, Holy Spirit. I want I want Pentecostal Tabernacle's name to be, yeah, yeah, Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, they, they're paired with you, God. They're paired with you, God. So that the sound coming out of PT is the same sound that is be released from heaven. Psalm 89 verse 15 says, Blessed are the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk in the light of your countenance. Lord, help us to know the sound of heaven and sing it through our lips. And Lord, I pray that some of us who need recharging, let this be a moment that we're recharged that we're plugged in to the Holy Spirit. That we get by ourselves and play some songs of worship. That we get by ourselves and, 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 and pray in tongues. That we get by ourselves and get in your word. That, that we reconnect ourselves with you, Spirit of God, so that we can be recharged to do all that you've called us to do. Oh, you are speaking to us. any individual who never received Jesus Christ as their Savior or you have wandered away from the Lord and you're saying I, you have, you, you are Bishop, you are all up in my Kool-Aid, you are, you, you're speaking exactly to me, I'm feeling distance, this pandemic whether it's COVID-19 or the racial stuff, it is, it is just have me on high anxiety and, and the pressure and the frustration and the anger disappointment and all these things that are going on in my life, let alone maybe I lost my job or I lost a loved one or the sickness, I've, I've had COVID and, uh, and I still haven't recovered. All this stuff is happening to me and Bishop, I need the peace of God. I need the shalom of God. I'm here to tell you that Jesus is here to rescue you right now. Jesus to come into your life. Just admit to him, Lord, you can say these with me, Lord, I'm a sinner. And all that means is I have transgressed. I am missing your mark for my life. But I'm asking you, Jesus, 
come into my life. Save me from my sin. Because you died on the cross of Calvary for my sin. And make me a child of God. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's what you did. And if you give your life to Jesus just now, please go into our Zoom room. Zoom prayer room where there's somebody waiting for you who will pray with you, who will speak with you, who will give you directions on what your next steps should be so that you can leave this moment empowered, paired up, and charged up in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Could you put out your hand? I want you. I want to bless you. This is, again, we're always trying to speak the word. Numbers 24 to 26 says, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May he look after you, shield you, defend you, and take care of you. May the Lord make his face to shine, grin, and beam, and show his pleasure on you. May the Lord be gracious, kind-hearted, pleasant, and compassionate to you. May the Lord show you his favor that will promote you, appreciate you, support you, side with you as you side with him. Finally, may the Lord give you his shalom, his peace, his rest, his harmony, his calmness, his composure, his prosperity, and his success. And may the Lord remove anything that causes agitation or discord or disconnection with his divine purpose and destiny for your life. This is going to be a good week for you. This is going to be a good week for you. I bless you.